Hi everyone and welcome to the Teal Bindi podcast. My name is Shruti and together we're going to be exploring different topics revolving around parent mental health and conscious parenting. Today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic with a very interesting guest who is my partner in crime and also happens to be my partner for life, Arun. <laughs> Hi, thank you for coming and joining us on this episode. Hi Shruti, it's an honor to be here with you. Yeah, likewise. And today with Arun, we're going to be diving deeper into understanding how we can design fulfilling experiences with our children. Now, the reason I brought this topic up is because I think we can all relate to this in our own ways. For me, I find myself just going about my life uh like a big to-do list there's chore after chore and i'm just um mentally crossing off things that i need to do and i'm really just caught in the rut of the day-to-day mm-hmm. activities of parenting and somewhere i think um like the moments which are enriching and which i'm actually present with my son it's just kind of becoming lesser and lesser and it's just a very few of those experiences that are actually fulfilling and fun for me so um being arun's partner and seeing how arun has been parenting our 20 month old toddler it has been quite uh eye opening for me because arun seems to enjoy most of his time with our son and that's why i thought he would be the perfect guest to talk more about this and share his process and his experiences and maybe give us a few tips on how we could sort of incorporate that in our lives too so arun firstly uh, do you mm-hmm. think it's possible for every moment that we spend with our child to be um to be fun filled and fulfilling for us yes i don't see why it's not possible uh, and it doesn't have to do specifically with being with the child uh, i think it's generally possible to always have every moment to be fun filled or make it fun filled and mm. especially when there's a child involved it uh, i think it's more interesting opportunities to have fun so yeah there's no reason why it's not possible yeah it's i i just feel that it's difficult to see everything through a lens of like a 2 year old because um what's fun for them might not be so much fun for us because we have to do the cleaning later or we have stuff to get done or we have work to go to um so how how do we shift that mindset of like we have to do stuff and they have to do the fun, they have to have fun you know that sort of mindset how does that mm. when there is a definite difference in uh, what is fun for children and uh, what is fun for us uh, i mean there's differences in how we live our lives uh, so it may not be compatible all the time i think what it boils down is for children they don't have something like responsibilities and they don't have any sort of sense of time like oh at this time i have to do something or yeah. uh, having a routine of being predictable and ensuring a system is in place whereas yeah. we as adults have built all these systems yeah. and we try as much as we can to stick to it uh, and children through all of these out of year and they're the complete opposite of 
keeping things in place uh yeah so yeah looking at it that way i can see why there will be this clash like the natural thing for a child would be to put everything out of place and the parents are constantly going to be trying to keep everything in place uh yeah that's a tough one but uh, maybe the way to work with this is uh uh look at it in the way of how can we make putting things in place feel like it uh being that you're putting things out of place for the child <laughs> like just turn it around and and that becomes like the puzzle to solve yeah, yeah i think um, also some way does it does it like involve us kind of letting go of these preconceived notions of how things are supposed to look like and just going with the flow essentially and not fretting too much about you know most of the times like i got to be honest with you we clear up only if someone comes home it's mm-hmm. more of like oh we need to clear up because someone else is coming home so does it have to do with just letting go of that attachment to all our conditioning in a way uh i think it's good to be aware of uh, yeah we are doing certain things for others and mm. the child's world is not like that it doesn't yeah. matter yeah. or someone's coming then we need to clean up or not yeah. uh, uh children are not thinking of the world in that terms it's yeah. just like a continuous flow and um, maybe we should also take it that way that doesn't mean abandoning uh making things neat but uh, maybe we should be neat irrespective of somebody's coming or not yeah if you're doing it that way and and the child can also understand that oh this is just habit like yeah. you're generally you can make things messy and then you put it back in place which is part of the same process yeah and it's not oh you're tidying up for somebody else yeah Yeah that makes sense. I mean not just with like clearing messes but also say like for me I have to cook like I cook 3 times a day and um I have to cook. I can't just like spend my time watching the clouds and having that sort of like a very mm-hmm. um like you know very happy fun-filled life without doing the essential chores. So what I noticed today was when my son was calling me like I think for the 50th time because he is just going through this phase where he wants me to be with him all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, he can see me, he can see that I'm doing the dishes and he again was like getting very upset that I wasn't joining him and I had two choices. Like I could have got a little frustrated and been like can't you see what i'm doing and stuff like that but i just for some reason decided to be goofy and i started doing a very funny song and dance and it was funny for him and it was fun for me too and i got my work done so he was engaged he was kind of figuring figuring out what am i i'm doing and i ended up doing the dishes and i ended up entertaining myself and him so i think that this is something that we could all maybe attempt just getting a little bit of humor into our day to day life and uh, yeah and maybe i should start incorporating that in these other sort of mundane things like changing the diaper or you know i don't know giving him a bath 
because mm. it's just I'm so focused on getting the job done that I'm not really thinking about having a more fulfilling experience or being more present with him. Right. Uh, yeah, you bring up something important about engaging uh, the child, and it's not just with children. I think generally as human beings we like it when things are engaging uh, yeah. when we are engaged with something so usually when i think the child is asking for the parent it's at that moment the child is not e- engaged, engaged with anything yeah. in particular and yeah. uh, it becomes maybe the default to call out to uh, the parent or someone who they know will engage with them in a certain way uh, yeah and that's essentially what they wanted uh, the call is that we should treat it as oh they want to be yeah. they want something engaging and uh, uh, yeah rather than oh they need me to be there right now yeah so shifting the focus and understanding the need of the child versus your own need it's yeah. it's it just turns the tables yeah yeah you're right mm. yeah even us uh, so when we have the certain need to want someone's attention for instance yeah. uh, and we call out to them yeah but uh, something else happens hmm. like we're calling out to them but then somebody else calls out us or uh, we notice something interesting somewhere uh, hmm. then we forget that yeah we... then we are no longer so fixated on getting that person's attention but that other thing needs to be something engaging enough. it has to yeah. catch us yeah. otherwise it won't work yeah yeah i guess that's true i guess that's true and i feel like as adults i don't consciously look for things to engage me to be honest i'm so in my head all the time that it's not it's easy for me to not have external stimulation or things outside that necessarily have to engage me but i think children are different they 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 need they need things in the external environment that are engaging enough because it's easy for me to think about stuff in my head but um a lot of younger kids really don't have that they have the ability to only be present in that present moment right so i think it's it's really i think it's very beneficial for us to be to become part of their world and to really just get out of our heads for a moment i guess mhm yeah uh and it's probably the reason for this need for engagement that also tv becomes a very popular thing for uh, yeah. getting the children engaged onto something that you let the tv or the ipad on and then the child is engaged yeah. so figuring out uh, uh, at least we don't use tv so that's we don't have that as a option yeah we don't but but i i don't know i feel like a lot of parents everyone is not in the same scenario and there might be a lot of parents and i know there are a lot of parents who have difficult times who have rough times maybe with their financial uh, financial uh, you know financial situation or maybe there's like a work uh, problem or a personal problem right so at in in at that time um how do you prioritize having fun versus taking care of these really important things that might be eating away um mm. at you then i think the priority is not is so much maybe just keeping your child alive and healthy and yourself healthy you yeah. know so then how do you strike that balance in that scenario uh, that is uh, 
that's definitely challenging yeah time and money are definite privileges and yeah. usually either you have time and no money or you have money and no time and uh, it's it's very difficult i mean not everyone's privileged to have both uh, yeah uh yeah and if one doesn't have the time to devote to the child then um maybe the first priority should be to figure out or to interest somebody else who will give the child that time or attention yeah, um, yeah. it it has to come from somewhere uh, and from someone mm. uh, uh at least in the earlier there think that role of the parent or the guardian is essential to be able to guide yes the child um uh yeah it somebody needs to do it <laughs> yeah um we were talking earlier and you gave me the analogy of a tire that's been that has a hole in it and you kind of need to stop and figure out first you need to be aware if you're driving the car that there's something all going on with the car it's not going right and there's a hole in the tire somewhere and then you need to fix it only then can the car move on well so and that's what you mentioned about our own selves as well that we need to be aware of what is draining us if there's a leak in our emotional energy mm. and once that's fixed then it's easier for us to be to function in, in a better way yes um yeah this again deals with pretty much anything we do so as long as we have anxieties in our head and we are thinking about what could go wrong yeah uh, we're really not focusing or concentrating on what is at hand right and that increases the chances of uh, things to fail and uh, things getting messed up so the yeah the moment we feel like we are not present there are other things eating at our heads we have things to worry about it's it's uh, important to take out a break from everything else and worry about those things mm. to resolve it and not keep the worries locked up yes i think that's important too and i think this just overall not just obviously it will spill out to how we parent but i think it's just obviously a, a great tool for our own self development yeah 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 that's interesting and i want to ask you arun um how has this sort of you know wanting to and consciously creating fulfilling moments with our son how has that um positively impacted um, your relationship with him and also do you think how it how has it impacted you as an individual are you how are you growing um specifically is there anything specific ha huh. so when i'm with him uh i am i don't know if i do it consciously or unconsciously but uh there i try to figure out ways to create new experiences hmm. that uh, yeah it um there are so many opportunities to create new stuff uh, with whatever is at hand with the environment that we are in uh we can just say different things make new sounds and uh, and see how the how the child reacts and how our son reacts and 
that's the conversation so it's mm. not always verbal and yeah uh, saying words and sentences mm. but mm. Uh, it is it's wonderful to see human communication develop right before yeah, yeah it's and experiencing that first hand because mm-hmm. when you do something new to the child um, or provide some new stimuli or input then you can observe how the child is reacting to something new and and the child in turn is saying something or doing something and a conversation begins and that that's so beautiful to watch mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. to develop so yeah. it has helped me um yeah it's sort of a practice so the more i do it i just feel more in flow and mm. not having to think so much but it, things just happen and uh when things happen i just automatically feel like that is growth because it's new things uh, just like a plant mm. it just grows yeah. uh little by little and you don't think about it too much yeah. and before you know it you have a full plant with uh, fruits blooming and flowers coming out yeah. uh, and it's all just slow like at every moment it's just slow growth but it all adds up yeah i like the point about the slow i think it's important for us to slow down sometimes because uh, only then we can actually see the beauty of the relationship that is blooming with our child and uh, yeah i think that's that was a very very interesting conversation uh we've uh, covered quite a lot of points and i think i'm definitely going to consciously try and slow down now um i don't know if i will be able to completely let go of this mind chatter in my head all the time but i will consciously make i will have the intention like you said of being present with with our son and um i'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out do you have any closing words anything that you'd like to share before we end this very um informative and interesting episode closing words if um yeah the most valuable thing really is to keep things simple not complicate things overthink uh children are also simple i think we all are at the end of it just simple beings and if you keep things simple it's so much easier to communicate and yeah just be in the present do things yes keep it simple silly on that very simple note we are going to end this conversation but i'm sure this has opened more doors for conversations within your households so if you're listening to this do bring this up with your friends with your co- with your partner and uh, we would be very interested to see what avenues this this small little conversation has opened up um again i would want to thank my husband and the the, the guest for this episode arun thank you for um sharing um your experiences and helping us explore this idea more well yeah, thank you so much for the invitation do follow the teal bindi podcast for more exciting content i'll see you on another episode exploring another topic with another parent bye bye and stay safe